T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Time now to bring in Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Let's do it. Do you want to know what's going on at 1265 Lombardi Avenue? What's next for the pack? Let's check in with our green and gold insider, Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Brought to you by Thomas Marola Law Offices. Divorce, child custody, and other family law needs. Go with experience. Go with Thomas Marola. Online at MarolaLaw.net or call 414-327-5800. Time now to talk to Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Ryan, how are you doing today? Doing good, Bill. How's it going? Well, we're doing well. If you're a uh, Bucks fan, you are thrilled out of your mind at this point because they are making moves and pushing their chips to the middle of the table. The reaction today has been funny because people are saying, I wish the Packers would do that. Uh, Did they do that, in essence, in signing David Bakhtiari to a long-term deal? Well, I mean, just go back to last two years now in 2018 training camp they signed Aaron Rodgers to the richest deal of and at the time of any player to ever play the game of football uh this training camp uh, just a couple months ago they, they signed Kenny Clark to the richest deal of any nose guard ever that 70 million dollar deal and then they just signed David Boxiari to the richest deal uh, any offensive lineman has ever signed in the history of the game so in the last two years they, they've signed three times guys to the richest deal moniker and um yeah with david boxiari you, you can talk all you want about the cost and, and certainly a, a, for an offensive lineman a contract of four years that can go up to 105.5 million that has at, at, at in new money 23 million guaranteed or excuse me not guaranteed annually um one million more than what larry tunsil signed in houston uh, that that's that's a hefty contract but really it's more a matter of not that the Packers paid so much money to David Bakhtiari. The, the reality is they, they, this, he's the type of player they can't afford to lose. He is a franchise cornerstone type player, an all-pro left tackle who has just turned 29 in September. Um, and as Aaron Rodgers said, uh, not, not just a perennial all-pro, but maybe a future Hall of Famer. He's that type of a talent. So, um, you know, they, they certainly uh, they, 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 they signed a, a mighty big check to, to keep him, but – uh, it's it's he's just a guy that they couldn't afford to lose. I uh, I like the signing. I like the fact that Goody alluded to the fact that there is flexibility there. They accelerated some of that money. Do we know what they're going to have to spend next year when it comes time for free agency and signing some of their uh, some of the others that the, they currently have in the fold? Yeah, right now they're expected to carry over five million into the cap next year, which is expected. It's likely to be dipped to 175 million. 
um, which would be about $20 million uh, less than, than what it is right now. Um, it's, it's a situation where they're going to have to make some really tough decisions, I, even with the flexibility. At some point, you can't continue to sign players to the richest contract that's ever been signed before. I mean, even with the cap manipulations, at some point, that, that well does run dry. Um, we don't know where that point is. Uh, there's a, certainly a lot of things in terms of cap manipulation that they can do, whether it's cap casualties, whether it's transferring non-guaranteed money into guaranteed money with certain contracts and kind of adding that into the proration to limit the cap hit and to spread it out more evenly over the years. There's things that they can do. We, we know that. We, we just don't know what it is yet. And I'm sure Brian Gutekunst and Russ Ball ha- have a plan that they're mapping out and, and that they're going to follow. And we'll just have to see at the end of the day whether that plan includes Aaron Jones, whether it includes Kevin King, uh, what to make of, of Corey Lindsley and Jamal Williams' futures with this team. Those things, I think, are very uncertain at this moment. I, uh, I, I do appreciate the fact that it's going to go down and that there's not going to be a lot of room. It seems, though, that there's going to be numerous teams that are going to have players. It's going to be kind of a bloodletting for a lot of teams because they're already over the cap, and they're going to have to figure out ways to, to get under the cap, which means there might be a glut of valuable players on the market that you may be able to pick up as kind of a stopgap measure for the next year or two, right? Well, that's very true, and that's something that's important to keep in mind is that when the cap dips to $175 million, it's not just dipping for the Packers. It's dipping for all 32 teams. And so the situation the Packers are in, they have plenty of company with that, and there's going to be market ramifications throughout the league, not just for the Packers, but for everybody. So, um, you know, the reality is uh, some of these deals coming in now, David Boxiari. In 2016, he made it very clear that season that he was not going to have any negotiations once once week one began. That's why that deal, his second contract in 16, was signed on the eve of week one, which just happened to be against the Jacksonville Jaguars, ironically enough. But be, that there was there was a deadline there. That's why this year he never imposed the deadline. It, it, if if you wanted to sign an extension in the middle of November and it was, the money was right, by all means, because I think players realize that with the declining cap throughout the league coming up this spring, the market is going to be altered in a way that, that they have not seen in a very long time because over the last decade, the cap has gone nothing but straight up. It's taken the elevator straight up, and it's going to be very different this spring. Uh, I do want to get into the uh, nuts and bolts of this team. Good win this past weekend, even though it was ugly. Uh, how? Look, they were supposed to beat them. They, they were the spread was thirteen and a half, one of the bigger spreads of the weekend. The Packers just struggled. It was a windy day. Uh, you're missing your secondary. I still consider this a decent win. Seven and two. They're the top team right now in the NFC, with other teams around them faltering. Give me your thoughts after they come out of this Jacksonville Jaguars game playing less than stellar offensively, but the defense did what it was supposed to do. Yeah, it's kind of you know interesting that, that the defense got, got such a hard time coming out of this game because in a lot of ways, what have we been saying, Bill, that eventually the defense was going to be in a position where it had to win a game for this team, right. and it was in that position Sunday. They got two did. stops. Yeah, if they don't get a stop at the end there, if Preston Smith and Rashawn Gary don't get sacks and, and wake up the pass rush depth, which has been slumbering for a while now, if that doesn't happen, 
they lose to the Jaguars. Uh, with that said, if if you wanted to go glass half empty, I mean, they did give up 109 yards to James Robinson, who is a very good running back. I mean, he's having a heck of a rookie year. Uh, but the run defense is, is still an issue. Um, and I think that what's most troubling about what happened is that, you know, if, if this is just a one-off, you can kind of understand it. Terrible weather, crazy wind. They, they played like a team that knew it could sleepwalk against the Jaguars and still win. They knew that they could, and they did that. They slept, walked through the game, they still won. The problem is that the same thing happened two weeks earlier against the Minnesota Vikings. And the only reason why the Packers didn't lose this game, too, is because the Jaguars are far worse than the Minnesota Vikings. If not, they would have lost this game. So when Matt LaFleur gets on the Zoom call after the game, he was very, he really took it to, to his entire team, himself included. He, uh, the, the, the lethargic energy, the, the lack of passion. Um, it's because not just what happened on Sunday, but what happened two weeks before. And if it happens more than once, it starts to become a trend. So it is something that in the long term, the Packers do need to figure out and, and, and to fix, especially their lack of energy at home. With that said, you'd, you'd like to have that problem when you're sitting 7-2 and two in the number one seed in the NFC. At the end of the day, like Bill Parcells said, you are what your record says you are. This is a 7-2 and two team. It's number one in the NFC. It's got some issues to fix, but they're still winning games, and, and they're, they're putting themselves in, in, in a very favorable position. Talking with Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette, uh, you also look around the NFC West. Everybody's tied atop right now, uh, sitting at 6-3. and three. Like I had mentioned, the Packers on top. Drew Brees, who is also, they are tied with the Packers record-wise, but the Packers have beaten them. He goes down for a period of time. They've showed flaws in, in Tampa Bay. How balanced do you think the NFC really is? Oh, I think, it, I think the NFC is wide open. Wide open. I, it's, it's tough to say who the who the best team is in this conference right now. And, and in a lot of ways, every team's, every team's got the, their own issues. You know, the, the Bucks have looked maybe the most balanced team, but they've had games where they just completely failed to show up. I mean, just completely, just, just, just not even arrived at the stadium. Uh, the Seahawks, they've probably got the best player. Russell Wilson's probably the best player in the conference. They have nothing on the defense side of the football. And, and again, we, we – We've talked about this before, but how many times have we seen in Green Bay uh, a team being carried by its quarterback by one player and it just not be enough? Reminds me a lot of what Seattle looks like right now. Uh, you've got the Saints, and, and they're, you know, they, they've got injury to Drew Brees, but they're also a team that can be very up and down. They obviously lost at home to the Packers. That game looms very large in, in the standings. And then you got the Packers, a team that they're 7-2. They're and two, They're rolling along just like last year. Um, they've lost a little bit of steam maybe offensively, but they just, they, they've, got, they've got the fireworks on the offensive side of the football to go out and win a championship. The question is whether or not the defense can ever stop the run. And it's been the same issue for a year and a half now, and it hasn't gotten fixed. So um, it, it's a wide-open conference. It, it's really going to be fascinating to see over, over the second half of the season Getting into January, which teams really emerge themselves as 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 kind of the front runners? Because I, I I do think it's it's a it's a big pack at the top right now. Ryan, always a pleasure. We'll talk later in the week and uh, get ready for Indianapolis, which should be a, a really good one. And, and you talk about teams that are over five hundred. People keep saying, "Well, the Packers haven't beaten anybody." 
What they did last Thursday night to the Tennessee Titans defensively I thought was really, really impressive. So this is going to be a really tough test for the Packers coming up this Sunday. It's the best defense that they've faced since the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and you know exactly how that one went. So, yeah, I'm with you. It's a very big test. Yep, no doubt about it. Ryan, appreciate it. There you go. Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette, PackersNews.com. You can find him on Twitter at ByRyanWood, at ByRyanWood. He joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard, they treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to SchneiderJobs.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.